0: Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today we are going to answer some listener questions and by we I mean me and the spirit guides. Love this. You guys have sent in so many amazing questions and I want to focus on some health related topics today. I'm just feeling that vibe. So I have a few picked out. I'll see how many I can get through. Maybe I'll only get through one. Who knows? But We are going to jump into it. I already have the guides all around. So, you know, we'll all share our input okay so first question and also I'll just say if you have a question you want to submit to the podcast you can go to christinathechannel.com slash pod pod and submit it there it just keeps it all very organized for us so I have a big list of questions that I can pull from for episodes so I appreciate that and that is the best place to submit your questions if you have a question for me to channel about or for me personally to talk about on the show I want to jump in with a quick reminder. We are hosting a spiritual fitness week in the Channel Collective, April 24th through the 28th. So if you are a member, jump in on this. If you're not already a member, it's a great week to check out the free trial. So we have a free seven-day trial of my monthly membership, the Channel Collective. The reason I created this membership was so that you would have your daily spiritual practice mapped out for you. People ask me how I open up my gifts, how I have such a deep relationship with my guides. It's all about consistency, showing up every single day. It doesn't have to take a lot of time, but it's about making it a lifestyle, the same way if you want your body to be healthy, you make eating well and moving your body a lifestyle, the same way you go to the gym maybe, or you show up to group classes, or whatever it is you like to do with your movement to stay on top of exercise. It's a similar thing with your spiritual practice to make sure that you're really getting results. It's all about consistency. So every week we always make a spiritual fitness schedule. We are emphasizing the spiritual fitness week this time around. We're picking content that is specifically around helping you to reconnect with your practice, to rest, to slow down, and to deepen that connection with yourself. So there are going to be daily pieces of content to tap into. So you can do your daily frequency work, journal prompts to help you focus inward and gain clarity. And then of course, accountability inside the community forum to connect with other people who are on a similar journey. I'm also going to be hosting a divine masculine, divine feminine masterclass during that week. So you can join live. We're going to dive into anchoring in our divine masculine and our divine feminine. We all have both of those energies. How to really live in our divine masculine and divine feminine energy energies for manifestation for relationships this is really foundational for truly everything i teach understanding masculine and feminine energy because it's within all of us within everything so i'm excited to dive deep and help you see how you can apply this to your life to manifest with So much more ease. So if you want to sign up for the Spiritual Fitness Week, it's going to be April 24th through the 28th. Extra accountability. It's going to be super simple. We'll map it all out for you. Just go to the link in the show notes. That's where you can opt in and that's where you will get delivered everything via email that you need to know. So whether or not you're already in the Channel Collective membership, just opt in. It's totally free. Opt in through the link below. And whether or not you're already a member, we will direct you via email toward uh, your next step. So all you have to do is opt in and you will get all the info you need to join in on Spiritual Fitness Week. And I can't wait to see you there. So now that I said that, I'm gonna jump into the first question I wanna start with. We're talking about healing, the physical body. This is really what I've been exploring a lot recently. So, you know, love these kinds of episodes because they give me insight as well. So Kara asked, I would love if you covered healing the physical body with food, nutrition, diet, versus mindset, inner work, or brain rewiring. How do you know what you need? Is it a balance? Have you seen many people heal without strict diet changes? Can you talk about the stress of the diet being worse than eating off the diet? But then I know food has power too. Is it individual? Knowing what you need specifically to heal. Great question. And I'm going to answer this just as me, like Christina, first before I just even say what, before I tune into what else they want to say, because maybe there'll be something new but I just want to answer this like from my own personal experience if you're new here you know I got into everything that I do now first through the nutrition health and wellness space I was a holistic nutritionist for a while I specialized in chronic illness that was after dealing with my own struggles with chronic illness for years Um, I had everything under the sun I had all the gut stuff all the gut dysbiosis SIBO candida parasites. I had mold illness, heavy metals, toxicity, Lyme disease, uh, celiac, hypothyroidism, just like all the things. So I've been through this as a client. I have, you know, been through it as a practitioner, helping people with their health and seeing it from the nutrition side and then also the energy healing side. And then eventually, well, that went along with the psychic intuition side. And I'm still unraveling layers of this, to be honest. And I, I'm i still hitting pieces where I'm realizing like certain things I can do energetically. And I keep thinking, I mean, I wonder what would have happened had I tried this 10 years ago without having done all the protocols and all the diets and everything. So I'm fascinated by it for sure. So recently I hosted my connecting with your soul purpose retreat, which was amazing. And obviously I had all of the beverages there, which meant like 20 boxes of Element, and we went through those boxes very quickly, and the uh, ladies there were saying that I should make my own little guide as to how I use Element. You guys know I'm obsessed with these electrolytes. Most electrolytes are filled with crap ingredients, to be honest. These are the cleanest electrolytes out there. No sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, none of that extra stuff. And you know, I used to think that electrolytes were really just for athletes and they're not. If you are on a whole foods based diet at all, especially if you're low carb, but even when I'm not lower carb or keto, I still need a lot more electrolytes. If you're consistently active, which I know a lot of you here are consistently active, that doesn't have to mean full athlete. If you're active and or if you are a light worker, if you are doing a lot of energy work, if you're doing a lot of frequency work, especially if you're any type of healer, like we are burning through a lot of light and You know, during the retreat, it was two days and we were just moving so much energy through everything we were covering and everyone was like, holy shit, I need 20 packs of electrolytes today. If you notice that you have random symptoms like headaches, fatigue, poor concentration, constant cravings, fluid retention, leg cramps... You might have an electrolyte imbalance. I used to have all of those symptoms and I always thought they were connected to some bigger health issue and then I just started drinking electrolytes and everything evened out. So it could be as simple as that. And Element tastes amazing. So here's a lowdown. My favorite flavors are the citrus salt, the watermelon, and some are between orange and raspberry. Hard for me to decide. I like all of those in... Cold water and start with less, like start with a quarter of a packet or half a packet until you get used to it, or that might be all you need. Also, depending on how big your cup is, like I will use a full packet if it's a 32 ounce cup. But then the chocolate ones, which the chocolate medley is still available, you want to drink these hot. And what I love about these is it's like hot chocolate without anything in it. Like it's actually bizarre how good this tastes. Honestly, it doesn't make sense to me. The mint chocolate, I drink pretty much every day in the evening I just literally mix in hot water and it tastes amazing you could add in nut milk if you want but I actually don't usually do that the chocolate salt and the chocolate caramel you can also mix in with hot water but I actually love to put these in with coffee or like a dandelion tea chicory root tea dandy blend like something with that kind of profile and it just tastes so amazing especially if you do like the chocolate caramel with coffee. It's like this salted caramel latte without any syrup or sugar or any of that stuff you don't want. So the chocolate ones you want to drink hot. The rest are great cold and you could even mix in like you could do chocolate salt with raspberry and have like chocolate raspberry or chocolate orange. That could be really delicious too. Do not sleep on this. It's a game changer. I want to hear if you have any fun flavor combos as well. I'm always interested in figuring out new ways to drink my element. Whether you are a new or a returning customer, if you go to drinkelement.com slash CTC and use that code CTC, that will get you a free sample pack with your order so it's d-r-i-n-k-l-m-n-t.com ctc you'll get a free sample pack with your order every single time so you can try out all the flavors add more to your collection and element does no questions asked refunds, so it's totally risk-free if you don't like it you can get your money back and you don't even have to return the box you seriously have the best customer service so you literally have nothing to lose go to drinkelementcom slash ctc get your free sample pack with your order. Be sure to tag me on Instagram so I can see what your favorite flavor is. My perspective, just having worked with a lot of people, is I just really believe it depends on the person. And I really, I believe it depends on the person, and I believe it also depends on like what the root cause really is. I, It's all connected. There's always an energetic root cause, But depending on the person, we can kind of see like what triggered this, you know, and I also think it depends when I say root cause, what I really mean is like, why is this presenting? You know, is this presenting because this person isn't taking care of themselves physiologically? Uh, For a lot of people I worked with, that really wasn't why. Like a lot of them were hyper healthy is there a deeper spiritual lesson or a deeper spiritual meaning? Is this a bigger wake-up call for that person to maybe make a big change in their life, to explore a different path, make a career shift, change where they're living, something about their environment or their relationships? Is it just a big spiritual wake-up call? Is it the thing that is going to set them off down the spiritual path? I mean, for me, I really don't think without my health issues, I would have Like gone into the spirituality space, like it was all the stuff that just pushed me harder and harder to to get here, and I really don't know what else would have taken me here. To be totally honest, it probably wouldn't have been just pure curiosity. I had too many ego attachments, and I was just too concerned about what other people thought of me. Like at the time, to be honest, Uh, so it really pushed me to keep searching, and it's sort of like you know, my health issues created this path for me to follow that gave me all of the information and connections that I needed to eventually end up where I needed to end up until eventually they didn't serve me anymore but there're also a lot of a lot of other aspects of that as well there's past life stuff in there there were just contracts and karmic completions um and for me to really look at food differently and and to realize that our bodies are so much more powerful than we believe them to be. Like, they're so intelligent. And just looking at this energy of how we want to control our bodies and how people treat their bodies and how it just doesn't work, you know, like this whole idea of really understanding, like, I'm co creating with this vessel. Like, my soul, like, my, my consciousness is like infusing with this body, with this vessel. Like, this is my partner in this life, <laughs> uh, perfectly designed for what I'm here to do. And This vessel is speaking to me, you know, so there's this opportunity for us to really learn some deep spiritual lessons and fundamentally shift the way in which we view our path in the world and like how we're moving through the world instead of thinking like I am my body. or that my body is just this thing that I need to control or tell what to do. It's like an actual co-creative process, like being in a marriage with somebody, you know, like you're both in this relationship and you are co-creating this dynamic together. It takes two to tango. It's like, okay, there's me and my body and what is she trying to communicate with me? So anyway, my point is what I'm looking at, like, what role is this serving? What lessons is it teaching this person? And what is it triggering within them? Like on a emo- on an emotional level, that is telling me something as well. We want to look at that because sometimes health issues don't go away because they are serving a deeper purpose to push us in a certain direction in terms of our life path or to make bigger life changes. And those health issues keep popping up until we make those life changes because the body is this is a metaphor for everything else in our lives. And so personally, I believe in taking a multifaceted approach. Like when people are like, should I should I do this angle or this angle? I don't really see why we wouldn't try all of the angles. If there's a certain angle that's completely inaccessible to you, then okay. Um, then there are other angles we can work with as well. But I really believe in a multifaceted approach because I don't see them as separate. And one of the big things that the guides have been saying a lot, like that really wants to come through is for us to recognize, like people think of the physical as being separate from the spiritual. Our physical vessels, like my body is, the, is literally the portal. Like the most spiritual thing you can do is take care of your health in so many ways. It opens up your intuitive abilities. It, it clears out the blocks. It, it, there's a reason why so many people who get really into health and wellness, then down the road become spiritual because they've declassified their pineal gland and they, they've opened up. Like I talked about this a lot on the episode with <clears throat> Chef Whitney. So they are very connected. Like how we take care of ourselves, our, our physical health is a key piece of our spirituality. In my opinion, it goes hand in hand. I don't think you can have one conversation without the other personally. And I think to optimize either side, like they go hand in hand, like optimizing your spiritual wellness and and opening up all of your spiritual abilities. I really feel like is connected to how you take care of your physical vessel and how your physical vessel is is feeling and operating is very connected to your spiritual wellness and alignment overall, remembering that everything is just energy. And once again, this is about like taking a step back and getting out of the illusion of separation and realizing like it's all just the same stuff in different form, (laughs) just vibrating at at a different frequency. So how do you know what you need? Why not take a multifaceted approach? Uh, For me, my body needed different things at different times. And I feel like diet and lifestyle are really helpful levers to pull to get us to some type of like baseline and calm the body down. Because if the body is working through digesting a lot of stuff it can't digest or processing a lot of food, that's just like a a lot to deal with or the nervous system is just really dysregulated. Like we're really stressed out. It can't actually go through the healing process, you know? So I think that that is really important for us to get to a baseline. And then I think we get to a place where a lot of the bigger shifts are through energy work, brain rewiring. I do personally believe that the brain rewiring component is, is more important than the food component. To a certain point. Like I think there's a lot we can override um, until there's the point. Let me give an example. Like there are a lot of foods I used to not be able to tolerate and I basically brain rewired out of problems with eating food. But there were certain foods that would pop up like randomly and still to this day, random things will pop up randomly where my body will have a reaction to it. But I'm not living in this mindset of like, oh my God, I'm sick and my body can't digest it or I'm having a health issue again or I'm having an intolerance. It's my body's communicating to me about what it wants vibrationally and what it doesn't. And that's my body's communication mechanism. So there are certain foods that like I don't think of it as a health issue, but my body is like this isn't aligned with our consciousness anymore. Like there are just certain foods that my body is like, this is not aligned with our consciousness. I, I don't, we don't want it for whatever reason. It's just a, not a vibrational match. It's, it's lower frequency for me. Like it, my body is just like, no, thank you. I don't want this in the vessel right now. Uh, and so it's a very different way of looking at it. So I don't consume it, not because I couldn't, but because my body's saying no. And, and for me, it's like, why is my body saying no? Is my body saying no? Because it's not in a state of health and it can't handle this? Or is it saying no, because it doesn't want that in the vessel because my vessel is my temple, <laughs> you know, and it, it wants to be pristine. And for me, it's very clear because I know my body's at that baseline. And because a lot of those foods can shift and change over time. Like I just know, you know, when I'm going to a big channeling event, my body wants different things than if I don't, if I don't have any like big channeling stuff coming up, if I'm seeing clients that day, it's very, I, I eat very different than um, if I'm just like writing or working on other projects or like more admin stuff so it just depends and my body will just tell me like no thank you i don't want this in the vessel right now for whatever reason and that can shift and change over time i have i have seen people heal without strict diet changes i have but there are some people where the diet change like really is the thing that makes a huge difference um because for some reason their body wants different food. Like I I just don't um see it as it's just so different for everybody. Um I do really think this thing about like the stress of the diet being worse than eating off the diet <clears throat> is huge. <laughs> if you're stressed out all the time about what you're eating, like your body's not going to be in a calm enough state to even heal. And I was talking about this on The channel collective call earlier in terms of when I'm actually recording this. And what I was saying is like, you know, with a lot of these habits or diets or health habits, whatever, if it's starting to feel like really hard and super inconvenient, we have to ask ourselves like, and consistently there's definitely I feel like a time and place for a cleanse for a protocol like and I think of that as a spiritual practice you know where it's like you know for this week like when I did the medical medium 369 cleanse like that's not a way of living but it was something that my body like wanted to to cleanse to reset it was kind of a lot of work and it was inconvenient to be honest but it was it was like anything else that you're doing acutely just just for a reset that was very intentional what I'm talking about is like if what you're doing is is so stressful that it feels hard to just like be a human, you know, it's like your diet, your workout routine, or your little biohack things, your sauna, your cold plunge, your uh, meditation, your, I don't know, whatever, if all of it's just becoming more stressful, then is it really serving you? I think a lot of us really overcomplicate it. I think also it's about getting to know like what really matters for you. And so I think for some people, and everybody's different. Some people's bodies are much more sensitive to foods than other people's. For some people, the, the biggest lever, like if I think about stress, if we think about gut issues, this is a great example. For some people, like l- stress is literally the thing that like, that's the thing. Emotional stress, physical stress, whatever. And that's the thing that's really causing them to have gut issues or not. For other people, like I have seen clients where they can be super stressed out. Like I'm like, whoa, there's a lot going on here. And really the only thing that matters for them is diet. To be honest, like their body isn't really responding even to the emotional stress. It's just like the food is the thing that's causing it. Right. I've seen people where it's really just about, it's like the energetics and life decisions. So everybody's a little bit different in, in, in what kind of the cause is or what, what the trigger is and what their body perceives to be stressful and what's working for them and, and, and what's not. There are some people where, I mean, and you could see this with like weight, for example, for some people, the big thing is like the emotions <clears throat> around it um, and the emotional healing and the trauma healing and things like that. For other people, the diet is a, re- a really big deal. For other people, it- it's not the most important thing. And I'm talking about like when you figure out what actually works. For some people, you know, I know everybody talks about like nutrition is <clears throat> 80% or more, whatever, and <clears throat> exercise is just the extra lever which I believe to be true, like scientifically and in a lot of cases. But I tend to work with people who are the outliers of the bell curve. And I have seen a lot of people where it's like they can eat literally whatever they want. And when they get an aligned movement routine, their body just balances out. So for some people, it's like, I actually have seen it be different. Like they don't change their diet or they keep eating shitty, but they just change their exercise routine and they love their exercise routine and it's really aligned. And all of a sudden their body gets to their ideal desired weight. Like I've seen that a lot of times. And so I know there's what the science says and all of that. I like to really just open myself up to like, what am I seeing and practicing with real people? And I tend to be the person that sees a lot of these outlier situations and a lot of these like miracle situations and bizarre things. Like I, I have selection bias in that arena for sure. Like the, not the average person, you know, but that not average person I think is really helpful to look at, you know, because usually the people that are really thirsty for health and wellness information are, are not the average person because all the average person advice <laughs> would have worked for them. And if they're still like struggling with something, it's probably because they're somewhere outside of the main part of the bell curve. You see what I'm saying? Like I was not in the main part of the bell curve. I was in the outlier section, which is why years of trying all the stuff, uh, Western, Eastern, whatever, never worked for me because it was like so fringe was going to work for me. Recently, I have been traveling a lot and so I've really needed to make sure I have some clean snacks. On hand. I know some people are just like, they don't ever snack. I snack. So just FYI. I have been leaning into my Paleo Valley snacks. My favorite are their superfood bars. I'm so picky about bars. A lot of bars really upset my gut. A lot of them just have so many crazy ingredients. These are super clean. I feel amazing when I eat them. They are made with over eight organic nutrient-dense superfoods plus grass-fed bone broth protein. They're nutrient-dense and they're so delicious and actually make you feel good. Plus I'm getting the benefits of that grass-fed bone broth protein for healthy bones muscles skin blood vessels and more great for hair skin and nails there's no gluten grains soy or added sugar so no natural flavors or preservatives corn oats denatured proteins any of that stuff they're cold processed less than four grams of sugar like I seriously am obsessed with these they have so many great flavors Their red velvet and lemon meringue are newer and I am literally obsessed. I also love the dark chocolate chip and the apple cinnamon but I'll be honest, I have been eating the red velvet like so much, I feel like I'm becoming this red velvet superfood bar. And I know this is super weird but I just really feel like the lemon meringue tastes like a yellow starburst if it was healthy. I don't know, I'm obsessed. I know how hard it is to find good bars, so I highly recommend these. I eat these most days, and they're just so easy to keep in my bag, have on hand, and they make me feel great. Like, you don't feel like you're eating a processed food. And then the other snack that I absolutely love from Paleo Valley are their pasture-raised turkey sticks and their 100% grass-fed beef sticks. There are no other beef sticks or turkey sticks on the market that are this clean that are actually made from 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef, and 100% pasture-raised turkey. Most, snack stick products out there use GMO corn-based citric acid encapsulated in hydrogenated oils to process their products. Paleo Valley ferments their sticks so they're shelf-stable without the use of any chemicals or any of those other Questionable ingredients. It's just such a quick, easy snack, great to have on the go and great to have protein. If I am traveling, if I'm driving, if I'm on a plane and I'm really hungry, it's easiest for me just to lean into some protein personally. That way, it just like turns off my hunger signals and I don't need to worry about it. And I feel like a lot of other snacks, because they're not protein based, you're just still hungry. So I am obsessed with the turkey sticks, the beef sticks, the superfood bars. Definitely try these out if you haven't already. They are so great to have on hand and I eat them every single day so if you want to try them out or check out any of paleo valley's other products head to paleovalley.com and you can use my code christina15 for 15% off i highly recommend all of their products their products are all Whole foods based. I use literally all of their supplements. It's just so high quality. Eating real food and you will feel the difference because your body actually knows how to process it. So, again, that's paleovalley.com, P A L E O V A L L E Y.com. And my code Christina, C H R I S T I N A, 15 will get you 15% off. So, I really do think that the stress of the diet can really stop us from healing. I've experienced this a lot um, with just different diets and protocols I was on where I just like couldn't do it. I was so stressed out eating and I was like uh, my, I could feel my body just so tense and fight or flight that it wasn't going to heal. And so something I, I think about is if I take a step back and I tune into, do I feel like my body, like when I ask my body and I feel into my body, it's like, does my body feel like it's at a state where it can heal? I think an underlying thing that helps everybody be, and th- this is the thing. this is it. <clears throat> if I take a step back and I tune into how I'm feeling and how my bo- my body is having that conversation with my body, is my body feeling like it's in a space where it is calm enough and happy enough to heal and transform? Now the things that make me feel calm enough and happy enough, I don't even like that word enough, but the things that make me feel calm and happy, so that my body is in a space where it can heal, great, we can rest, we can repair, we can recover, we can heal. It's going to be different for me than it is for you, right? And it goes back to, for some people, that means eating whatever the hell they want. For some people, that means maybe getting a little more specific with the diet and finding something that's a little more structured and maybe a little more protocol-y, you know, maybe that's helpful for them. Maybe that's calming the body down for some people. maybe that, I mean, for some people that's, oh, I'm going to shift to all low impact movement or I'm going to stop exercising for other people. It is, I'm going to have, you know, maybe I'm going to get on a strength training routine because it's making me feel strong and I'm feeling excited and I'm loving the gym. It's like the things that are making me feel happy and aligned are going to be different for me than for you. And that also extends out into other areas of your life. Like for some people, their social relationships, drama with family, with friends, whatever, like they don't really get that affected by it. It's just not their personality. Like that's not really the thing that even really affects them a ton. And other people are like empaths and soak it up like a sponge. And so when we look at their family dynamics or friendship dynamics, all of their relationship dynamics, that's gonna be really affecting like how how the body is feeling and how they're feeling. And is that in alignment with healing, health and wellness, right? So it's super individual and I would think about when do I feel aligned? Like if you think about like, this is me feeling aligned, that is going to be in alignment with your body being healed, right? If I had to create a hierarchy, okay, this is how I'm going to answer this. Yes, it is individual. This is a great question. I'm just reading all the different parts of it. She said like, is it individual? Yes, I think. I believe it is knowing what you need specifically to heal, it's individual, and I think that changes and shifts over time. And that clues us into the different aspects all the different aspects of healing, and that it's not just one thing. And it's really about aligning us with like holistic health. And what does that look like? What does wellness really look like and feel like? Mind, body, soul, spirit, all the different aspects of that. So it makes sense, you know. I know in my journey. I've gone through phases where food and exercise were the thing. And then that stopped working after a while, and then I learned, "Oh my god, sleep is the thing." And then that wasn't anymore, and then I realized, "Oh my god, it's all about relationships." And then I and then I <laughs> it stopped working and the next time I was like, "Oh my god, this is all about alignment and this is what's going on in my career." And then Next time it was like, oh wait, this is all past life stuff. And so the stuff that I figured out like worked and moved the lever, then when I tried to apply it, the next time around I had a health issue, I realized it wasn't doing anything and there was another aspect that I had to figure out. And so that's led me to this path of realizing how all of this contributes to health. And this is really about expanding our idea of what health and what wellness really is. I think a lot of us use that term wellness and a lot of us do things for the sake of wellness, but are we actually feeling well? And what's the energy and intention behind it and you know i brought this up i, I brought this up on the channel collective call i'm not like i don't know in a, in a lot of ways i'm like very pristine and strict with certain things but because i'm i'm so pristine and strict that i don't even think about it as strict i'm just very in tune with what feels good for my body and i don't like not feeling good like i spent so much of my life feeling so awful and then i felt good and now like, I don't ever want to compromise that. Like, I, I can't. Um, I just like feeling good. <laughs> but part of me feeling good is because I'm, like, very pristine and I guess people would feel, like, strict. There are other places where I budge and I I really don't care at all. Like, you know, I dye my hair or, like, there are times when I'll eat a very processed thing and it literally doesn't affect me negatively at all because I know it's not going to because my frequency is so high and my body is asking for it for some reason or with certain products that I use that like aren't non-toxic and I'm not promoting that like I really am a big believer in like clean healthy holistic non-toxic lifestyle overall but I use some toxic stuff I do and I'm fine and that's just a choice that feels good for me because like I feel like if I'm stressed out about it or if, there, if there's something that I'm using, like a product that is just like not very effective and then it's affecting how I'm feeling all day, like I'm getting frustrated. It's like, you know, certain hair products, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm going to use a toxic hairspray. I barely ever use hairspray. Like I curl my hair a lot, but I never use hairspray. I use it maybe once a month. Um, I just, I know there are good non-toxic hairspray sure but I just I'm just gonna use toxic one sorry like and I'm gonna be fine and I'm fine with it so I budge on that kind of thing because the stress about like it not working and the frustration it's like a little thing like that it's not worth my time or energy than just transmuting it you know so and I know that in general I'm always looking for like what's non-toxic what's clean and what works and there's a lot of stuff that's amazing and that's like most of what I do. And then not for things where it's not super clean. I d- just don't worry about it. I don't need to, it doesn't even cross my mind. Like I'm not going to live a life feeling guilty and stressed out my daily decisions. Like that's ridiculous. I'm going to do the thing, do the things that feel good. And if they feel good on a soul level and I, I like, I'm feeling good, I'm doing something right. You know, it's fine. <laughs> but the things that affect me, um, will be different than the things that affect somebody else. You know, like and, and the things that I'm sensitive to, like I, to go in a moldy building, I'm like, no, thank you. No, thanks. I'm going to feel that. <laughs> right. Other people might not be as sensitive to mold, things like that. And a lot of that has to do with soul contracts and mission. And I just, think there's a bigger reason why we're affected by things in certain ways. Um, so it is individual going back to, wow, that was a little big lead up. If I was like for anybody creating an optimal plan for like aligning with their health and wellness, if I had a client who was dealing with a health issue, and I was creating like a roadmap of what step we're taking first, I I would start with diet. I would start with diet and lifestyle. I would start start with nutrition. I would start with movement. I would start with sleep, 100%, water, things like that, like health and wellnessy things. And then I would be moving into the emotions and energetics and brain rewiring. Like that is that is personally like my ideal trajectory because we can adjust the the diet and the lifestyle so that our body can actually fully receive what we're working on in the emotional space and the energetic space. And also so the like for brain rewiring, so it really anchors in a lot easier, I think. It just makes it all easier. However, if somebody was asking me, like if I could only do one, I would do brain rewiring like I think brain rewiring is more powerful than food. If I had to pick, wow, I feel kind of weird even just saying that because I don't like to live in this world of this or that. Like I don't like to go down to that level, but I guess I will for a moment. But really it's like, I don't want to live in the world of this or that because I live in the world of (laughs) ant, this and this, like let's do all of it. But I know how powerful the brain is. I know how powerful energy work is like energetically, like energy work and or brain rewiring. Brain rewiring is manifestation. Manifestation is more powerful. The problem is if people can't fully believe what they're doing in the brain rewiring the same way like if you can't fully buy into what you're manifesting it's not going to come to fruition which is why when people make diet changes when people make diet changes or movement changes it often like creates this feeling for them, like they're doing something. So it's, they, they feel like it's going to work. And it wasn't even about the diet always sometimes. Yeah. It wasn't always even about what the diet was. It's, it's a form of placebo effect, but placebo effect works because the brain is powerful. So sometimes it's just like, Oh, I changed my diet. And I believe that because I changed my diet, it's going to help me heal, which is what makes like the brain rewiring effective. Does that make sense? So if somebody can, can fully believe and know if I just do brain rewiring I don't have to change anything else and my body will change my body will heal whatever it is then that alone I believe works will work but for a lot of people that that action or that change helps them buy into it more that it's working and then the brain rewiring anchors in a bit more wow this question uh was really good it's the only question I'm going to answer this podcast (laughs) um so great question um I hope this is making sense. Let me just tune in for a sec and see what the guides want to say. I'm just rereading the question. Healing the physical body with food, nutrition, diet versus mindset, inner work, brain rewiring. How do you know what you need? So, like I said, a lot of you are getting stuck in which one do I need, and you don't need to live in this way of thinking that is based on, do I make this choice or that choice? What if you get to have it all, and why can't you try it all? The interesting thing is, a lot of you have been very focused on the physical vessel for for a very, long time and have been guided to start to learn about this other aspect of health and wellness and well-being, which is your mindset and your inner world and your trauma, learning about brain rewiring and topics like manifestation. And this has allowed you to really dive into a different aspect Of health and wellness that you wouldn't have otherwise gone into had the other things stopped working or stopped being so interesting or maybe frustrated you. There was a reason why you were pulled that might have been from a very tangible cause or an emotional pull to this other world of another way of of doing things. And that is in alignment with the shift that is happening on the planet, which is you becoming much more aware of how powerful you truly are and really starting to open the door to uncover where there have been a lot of illusions about what is possible for the human body. You are entering a phase where over time, over the next decade and longer, but primarily over the next decade, you will really start to uncover how much has been told to you about what is possible for the body in terms of healing and how much of that has not been true. There is a lot of technology already in existence that is both outside of the body and within the body itself that allows it to self-heal. And understanding how energy flows, understanding concepts within manifestation and brain rewiring, as you have said, are starting to help loosen you up vibrationally and internally within your mind so that you'll be able to receive the truths that want to come in about how much the body can actually heal itself and so that you can actually receive some of these new healing technologies so you are really opening the doorway to understanding what is possible which is much greater than you could have imagined this goes hand in hand with understanding your spiritual gifts and abilities expanding your idea of what your senses can do and what they can pick up on, how you see your 3D senses and your psychic senses as separate, but there will come a time where you will see them as all just your senses and that your psychic senses were how you were naturally built and meant to be. But there has been a lot that was put into your field, into your environment, in the consciousness to make you believe that you didn't have access to those things and that those things were abnormal for you to reject them within yourself and then they were not actually able to be fully turned on. And so a lot of what you think is supernatural in certain ways is actually your natural way of being. But just like any type of disclosure in terms of information, similarly with health information and about how the body can heal, it actually is serving you in many ways for this to come to light, for you to understand this information in a slower way than perhaps your ego would decide. And so as many of you have been pulled to start to understand how powerful energy really can be, your soul is trying to guide you to understanding your multidimensionality, your many gifts and abilities, many of which you wouldn't have ever touched or or learned about. And it might be through what's happening with your physical body that is bringing you to the space of energetic and personal awareness and really awareness of your, of your personal power, of your inner power, of how, powerful your intention is how powerful your attention is and your energy is and how you can shift energy and move energy within yourself and it is through the vessel it is through perhaps what you perceive to be issues with your physical body that is guiding you to understand how powerful you really are and what is really possible and expanding that idea of possibility within the human realm and really expanding your idea of what what you believe can happen in the human experience itself because the limitations that you have perceived many of those are actually illusions now from this space of actually understanding the energetic space and the importance of the the realms of your inner world and your brain and what it believes to to be true you will actually be able to return to the space of exploring nutrition, of exploring food, of exploring nature, of exploring grounding and different health practices, supplementation from such a different frequency, from such a different mindset and perspective that you will be able to see much more clearly what is serving you to to adjust in the realms of food, nutrition, movement, and what is not. And so because you will be seeing it from a completely different perspective, now you can actually start to see food as energy itself rather than a control mechanism. And so it is interesting because it will feel like a full circle moment for you, but it was it's really a return back to food for many of you, but you will have to have gone through the space of understanding how important energetics are and your belief is to actually heal your relationship with the food itself and be able to use it, co-create with it to heal, to transform your body in a very empowered and aligned way. And so instead of thinking about this or that, it gets to be this and that. And instead of thinking about what comes first or where the endpoint is, The key is to think about it as a full circle experience and through the experience, your vibration shifts so that you're actually seeing food from a completely different way. And so if you are orienting from the perspective that most people in your 3D reality, that the general population up until this point has seen food and exercise, it's a very, it's a very limited perspective of what's actually possible. It's not actually the perspective that's in highest alignment for your highest healing and for you to understand and make full use of the magical healing properties of food and how how movement really impacts you. It has been more of this mechanical, I'm following instructions style of relating to it. and And a lot of it has come from an energy of guilt or shame or doubt or fear or trying to control rather than moving through the space of learning to really love yourself, focusing on the energetics, understanding how powerful you really are, understanding that it is your intention and attention that shifts things and that you have the ability to heal and that your body is actually trying to work with you. When you really step into those knowings, when you really dive into your beliefs and you peel apart a lot of the limiting beliefs that have been negatively affecting, in many ways, your relationship with food and exercise and other health habits. Now you can return back to exploring food and exercise and and different health habits from such a higher frequency that you, in terms of how you understand it to support you, as well as coming from a place of love and acceptance and excitement and joy and curiosity and co-creation that will shift the results in many different ways. And so perhaps the point is that it is meant to be an and, it is meant to be an exploration of all of the different lovers that you get to pull and all of the ways that all different forms of energy can serve you and finding the ones that you in fact find the most resonance with. And it really gets to be an exploration Of your experience living fully empowered, knowing how powerful you are, and recognizing how powerful and wise your body is and how it is actually supporting you the whole way through. So, thanks for that, guys. (laughs) There's their little transmission in there. It gets to be an ant. And at the end of the day, the check is, how is my body feeling? Is my body feeling calm and excited and relaxed? Or am I feeling stressed out? Am I thinking that this food is going to be more powerful than my brain, than my belief, than my intention? If so, I'm living an illusion. Am I trying to force my body into something? Or am I coming from a space of co-creating and healing and recognizing that, energy around me wants to support me. So it's a very different way of looking at food. Okay. I'm gonna wrap up there for today. Great question. If you have another question that you would like talked about on the show, be sure to send it in at ChristinaThechannel.com slash pod P O D. And I really hope that you enjoyed this. If you did, be sure to take a screenshot, share to social media, tag me at Christina the Channel and at Christina the Channel Podcast podcast. Full thing. Our other account we got kicked out of. And yeah, I'm excited to hear if this resonates for you and what it unlocks within you. That's going to be it for today's episode. Thanks again for tuning in. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll chat with you again next time.